0: do too. Good morning. <laughs> Whatever time it is for you, it's morning for us. So good morning and welcome to Real World Podcast. Uh, my name is Tyler and I'm your host and I'm here with Scott and Bobby uh, who uh, talk about real issues in a real world, bridging the gap between boomers and millennials. How are you guys doing?
1: Good. How are you? tired? I am tired too.
0: I'm tired. I'm, I'm just, I'm tired. We,
2: you know, we, we moved in. Uh, a few weeks ago, into our new home and
0: congrats. Oh, thank
2: you. I mean, it's it's nice. It's finally. Thank you. It's finally starting to feel like home. You know, mm-hmm. we we stopped at the old house the, um, a, a week ago or so to see Brian for something, and walked in and it's like, wow, this doesn't feel like home. We lived there for 31 years, mm-hmm. and wow. I walked in. And it's like you know what? It didn't feel like home. Wow. Because of course, all of our stuff is gone. Right. Mm-hmm. But then in the new house doesn't feel quite like home either. So I feel feel homeless and
1: yet you have two homes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ironic, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I I think what it is, it's the little touches though. Like it's the little touches that you put around your home that really make the house, the home. Right. right? Right. And so I'm still working on those touches and I'll probably be working on them for
0: weeks. Oh, I was going to say 31 years. Right. <laughs> Probably. Right. Yeah, I mean,
2: it really is an ongoing process. Yeah. I'm sorry mm-hmm. I'm going in and out of the mic. Um, it is an ongoing process. and uh, But anyway, I, I thought that was kind of an interesting um, concept in that, you know, kind of feeling transitionary in terms of the homes, mm-hmm. even yeah. though we're in the new one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What about you, Scott? How are you doing? What's going on?
1: I am doing well. Uh, I don't have a ton of new stuff going on. I've just been working and uh, still dating Carla and having fun.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Good.
1: Living my best COVID life. <laughs> <laughs> D- dating <laughs> in the COVID <laughs> world has been a strange yeah. experience. But I imagine. It's, it's been fun still.
0: So. Yeah. It, have there been lots of, like, you know, with, you know, restaurants? a lot of them still closed mm-hmm. outside seating only all that kind of thing have mm-hmm. you found like that it's been a, a good experience dating in covid or like it's just been fun. so different that yeah
1: like we've had to be creative with a lot of things and I don't think we went out to eat together until like two months into the relationship
0: just because it was it, nothing was open. started in covid yeah, yeah yeah
1: and uh still never been to the movies together right <laughs> uh like things like that where it's like things that you think about like oh typical early on dates right we haven't done most of those things or, we've done a lot of like hiking and different yeah. things like that well, which has good. been good no
2: that's actually really good but i'm thinking she shown like,
1: me some spots that she liked i've shown okay. her some spots that i like so
2: but i'm just thinking you live in southern california right you're certainly going to go to disneyland right right exactly closed. we've
1: been to the beach yeah. uh twice first was when it was closed and we just like had like a picnic in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. I just like backed up against a beach mm-hmm. and we just did like a picnic in the back of the truck.
2: That's creative. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So like we find ways to have fun mm-hmm. and do things. Yeah. And in and out still open. So <laughs> it's all good. Well, that's all that matters. Yeah. Right? That's what a hamburger is all about.
2: And Angelo's.
1: And Angelo's. <laughs> we do go to Angelo's probably more than anything. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's kind of funny that I think brings us to, uh, uh, one of the, the two core topics that we were going to talk about today. We were going to, uh, in this episode, we were going to cover uh, uh, two more of the fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, it sounds like uh, dating in COVID has required a lot of patience. <laughs> I guess you could say it
1: does require patience. <laughs>
0: So I guess as we, as we like think about patience, I think, uh, you know, two of the thoughts that I had, um, or, or, you know, I think two ways for us to approach this is, is obviously number one, what is patience, but I'd love to hear from you guys, uh, an area like something recently that, that has required patience from you that, that maybe you didn't expect to try your patience.
1: Hmm. Well, I can think of something that like did require patience and no longer do I have to deal with the patience on that one. It's more in my mother's realm now, but, uh, my grandpa is a very, um, he has like one way of looking at things and he likes things his way. And so sometimes it's hard to reason with him about things. And so I lived with him for two years and, uh, or a little bit over two years. And so that was just like a time in my life where I did have to show a lot of patience and sometimes I was good at it and sometimes I wasn't. I remember sometimes you were over at the house where I I maybe wasn't, uh, good with some of the patients and the conversations with my grandpa. Um, but now, now you get to live with grandpa. How's, how's it been for him?
2: You've passed the baton over. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I'm getting used to him. I'm thankful there's a door between our residences. And it's it's no offense to my dad. It's just, you know, it's hard to live with other people. So I'm sure when you guys moved in together, you had to kind of get used to each other. When you're friends, it's different, though, because you kind of give yourself more grace. You give each other more grace Mm -hmm. because you enjoy each other. You appreciate each other. And it's kind of like the old adage, you can't pick your uh relatives right yeah. you pick you pick your friends and it's like i love my dad um you can
1: pick your friends you can pick your nose but you can't pick <laughs> your friend's
2: nose <laughs> okay there we go
1: that's the same
2: okay yeah i didn't realize that okay mm-hmm. thank you for that scott appreciate it mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway um it, you know it's okay it's really okay uh it's i think the hardest thing is him talking to his dog all the time <laughs> He tells his dog hello 100 times a day, and I'm not exaggerating. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand it, like, yeah. but it's his way, you know? And it's like, I just think my mom was a saint, you know? I mean, she was. But it's like, I, I never realized how much, like, she filtered mm. until... You know, we've lived in the same house, but overall, it's been really good. I mean, it's really not been bad at all. I I cannot complain. But speaking of patience, um, I would say my father's probably the most impatient person I've ever known in my whole life, and yeah, I consider myself relatively impatient, or at least I have been. I, I think as I've gotten older, I've gotten learned. Better. I have, and the reason for that is that. I've recognized the value in patience, because Mm. in thinking about, you know, from the Lord's perspective, and, and, you know, everything is in his timing, not ours, right? And if we truly trust him, and we wait upon him, he's going to make it happen when he wants to make it happen. And I feel like I've maybe missed out on things um, in when I've been impulsive. Um, and I see that with my father all the time, truly. I mm-hmm. really do. Um, and and i've I've actually said that to him a couple times. It's like, Dad, I think you've missed out on life because you've been so impulsive and running to that finish line without really thinking about those markers along the way. Mm. You know, so well, and um, I think
1: too, when we're talking about like impatience, I think we have to like dig to like a deeper uh, emotion that's probably going on within. And I think it's a fear of something like you're afraid. uh, It's either a fear or it's a, um, a pride of thinking that like you're more important than everyone else. Um, So it's either a fear of missing out on something. And so you're really trying to scramble to get to whatever that thing is, or it's that other thing of just feeling like you're more important than other other people. And so when I think we're talking about like the fruit of the spirit being patience I think we're kind of countering both of those things is um, with the Holy Spirit in our lives. uh, Why, what are we afraid of and why are we afraid of it is, uh, is some questions to ask. And then do you have just a right view of yourself of where do you view yourself as more important than other Mm -hmm. people?
2: I think that one's really good. And I think I've certainly fallen into that um, in many occasions where I've put myself above the other person. And if we truly love our neighbor as ourselves, we shouldn't be doing that, mm-hmm. right? And why do we think we have to be first, you know, or be given preferential treatment? And a lot of that has to do with with position, status, kind of where we are in life, you know. Um, you know, I've just had so many experiences and I, I can think about, you know, like former coworkers who um have held high positions and they really thought that way. I mean, they really felt like do they know who they're talking to? You know, they would say things like that and that that always bothered me because mm-hmm. I really have never considered anybody higher, uh, myself higher than anybody else, but I know that I have probably come across though that I have in in my lack of patience in, in elevating myself somehow, mm-hmm. but not truly thinking that I did, but truly a lack of patience. In I don't think it's necessarily
1: it. always like a, um, a cognitive thought. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times it's just in the negligence of things. Like, so for me, one of the places that I can get impatient is, uh, driving. Mm. Like okay. I hate traffic. I okay. hate traffic. Okay. And I will go around people and sometimes just go in between lanes, try to maneuver through. And uh, it's mostly because I'm not even thinking about the other people on the road. I'm thinking about where I want to go. And so it's not that I'm thinking I'm better than those people at the time, but I'm neglecting that they are other, there are other people and they have things Mm -hmm. that are important too. And they're just trying to get to where they're trying to get to too.
2: Sure. You know, um, it's funny that you say that. Um, Sorry. Um, when I was younger, definitely, I was very impatient in driving. Um, and I remember when road rage started and mm. people started shooting each other on the freeway. And that kind of changed my <laughs> habits a little bit. But I never really had road rage per se. I wasn't like that. But now, I really don't. I'm pretty patient in driving. I mean, I'm in traffic every week when I drive to San Diego. It's mm-hmm. not as bad during the COVID times as it was before. But I still have it. You know, and Temecula's just going driving through Temecula is the absolute worst. And we were down that way yesterday and just like every surface street, it's just terrible getting through that town. It's really unfortunate. It's a really nice town, but it's definitely a the bedroom community. The yeah, infrastructure the infrastructure is not big is enough not, how many it people is live not, there and pass through there. It yeah. is not. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: But yeah. Yeah. Well, I've had a I've had a, a unique experience lately. Um, just because it's it's something so odd to be impatient over, um, but you know we're sort of getting back to normal in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pre COVID, I guess is what I mean by normal. And uh, so a lot of people are going back to work. Well, I've been able to work. Pretty much independently, or I've I've needed to work pretty much independently uh, for the last several months. Well, now that we're all working together again, <laughs> and it, like you would think, like oh great, I don't have to do this all on my own. But it also has a little bit of like it it's it's tried my patience where mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. oh well before when I'm just it's just me doing it, mm-hmm. I can do it however whenever I want, right. But now that I'm working with other people again, it's like, oh, well, I have to consider other people's, you know, pacing, other people's schedules, other people's, uh, you know, uh, thoughts and ideas on something because I'm collaborating again. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it's an interesting, like like thing where I didn't, I didn't see that coming where that was going to be something that would try my patience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you had asked me, you know, a month ago, I would have said, I can't wait for more people to get in and help with this, you know, to, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think that, I think that we have things all the time that come up that do try our patients. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott, you had kind of mentioned a little bit Uh, I thought it was interesting that that patience is, um, you know, uh, dealing with multiple negative emotions. Yeah. 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 Do you think that's true of other fruits of the spirit or is that that more unique? Do you think to patience?
1: I'd have to I haven't really thought about it a ton, Um, but I would guess that there are other fruits of the spirit that do interact with Multiple, because um, those are just uh, basically. If you di- if you aren't showing patience, it could be this. It could be this. And I would say that's probably the case for other fruits of the spirit. I just haven't really thought about it a whole lot. But yeah, I, I I those are the two big ones that come to mind. Can you think of anything else that might be going on internally that would cause the the impatience?
2: Well, I mean, I really do think it's pride. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of we we've already talked a little bit about it, but I. When I think about the people that I know that are impatient, they do elevate themselves above others and feel that their what their needs are, filling their needs is more important, or fulfilling their needs is more important than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's really unfortunate because I think if we have an eternal focus, everything in the Lord's timing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is something that I have, learned, especially over the last decade, it's been more prevalent than in my previous life.
1: Well I think it's funny you know. that you say that because I feel like you know, as I think back over like scripture, all the times I can think of references to patience. It's typically patience on the Lord. It's not patience on other people.
2: Right. Right. And that's just it. It's like if we're when we're impatient, we're really questioning the Lord. We're putting what we're ourselves doing.
1: in that realm of I want control. Yes, yeah.
2: absolutely. I totally agree. And I think, I mean, for me personally, I can say that that is true. Where mm-hmm. I'm, you know, and, and then I go back and, and, you know, this is one of the things we used to talk about in Bible study all the time. If we kept a prayer journal and then we went back and we could reflect on all of those things that we prayed about and then we see basically where we went from there. It's like the Lord always, always, um, first of all, he, he is going to provide in a way that is better for you than you could even imagine yourself. Mm. And, and so when I look at those things over the past, I see how my impatience um, really did cause me harm. You know, and of course, he still turned it around for good, and he made it even better. However, you you do wonder, like if you had handled it a different way, would the outcome be different? Mm-hmm. And I think so in some cases. And um, you know, I don't know. It's just it's uh, it's one of those things. I, I would say it's a definitely an area that I've struggled with my whole life is patience. Um, and, and a lot of that is as an eight on the Enneagram as a challenger, I'm just like constantly wanting to get it done, do it, move on, go on to the next mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, that's always been a challenge with dad because dad is the opposite of that. And so, you know, working with him can be challenging for me because his style is very different than mine and he's in charge. You know, he's the boss at work. He manages the company and, you Sometimes his he's a little too slow for me. Yeah, he's thinking he's thinking big picture and I certainly right. don't have right. the big picture at work. Right. I've only been there like a year and a half and I know very, very little and I'm pretty much there just to help him wherever he needs help. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And he gets to call the shots and I and I support that I respect that and that but it's still hard sometimes when I feel like okay I could just make this happen so much quicker and more efficiently so that that's been a challenge for me too over the past year and a half in mm-hmm. dealing with that but in the end it's like you know what he knows what he's doing he's been there 25 years and has managed this company very well and um I need to just respect that and um accept that and you know look forward to other things
0: right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. well um unless there was anything else that we wanted to talk about specific to you know,
1: my, the last thing i would just say is in thinking through both the fear and the pride i think we kind of it comes back to control. I feel like both of those things mm-hmm. are searching for control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I think that's almost like the, the, I mean, I know we say impatience and patience, but like the impatience I think is based in feeling out of control.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and I think we just have to end up with, or where we end up is that, you know what, we trust you Lord in how you're going to resolve this issue. And, and that's where we have to go, whether it's big or small that, We need to just, uh, you know, turn it back and say, you know what? I trust you, Lord. I'm thankful for where I am. And I trust that you're going to, the outcome is going to be to your glory and not mine.
1: Yeah. And then, as we've talked about with all of the other fruits of the Spirit, once again, this is a fruit of the Holy Spirit uh, being in our lives. And so, if this is something that you find yourself struggling in, uh, it's okay to pray for patience but i think once again a better prayer is, is um asking for the holy spirit's presence within your life amen asking for a deeper relationship with him for him to re- continue to reveal himself to you and i think it's through that relationship that this grows within us
0: yeah absolutely well maybe on the on a similar note that we were sort of you know wrapping up the the conversation about patience moving on to this this next uh fruit of the spirit as we move backwards through the list Mm -hmm. uh is such a fun way of doing
1: it
2: (laughs) well we've got to you know shake things
0: up a little yeah uh peace is one of those things uh that uh i think has a lot to do with control as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so as we sort of talk a little bit about peace um, I, I guess the the two big questions is what is peace is it just not conflict uh, or is it something more than that because you know peace is the yeah antonym of conflict yep um, yeah
1: we use it for meaning different things right
0: yeah. um, so what is peace and then also what uh, what does it look like uh, to to uh, be in peace in such a conflict ridden world that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of conflict. Just mm-hmm. I, I think people, if nothing else, even within our homes, like we've been all cooped up in our homes through COVID. And so there's mm-hmm. just conflict everywhere right now. It feels like, right. Uh, just everyone's a little on edge. Right. Um, so what does it look like for us to live in peace in, in the midst of conflict?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well,
2: you want to start? Uh, well, sure. And I, what what comes to mind is just, um, um Pastor Matt's like current ser- series and how he's talked about how we've got, you know, with regard to the um, politics going on right now, we're in election year, and people are looking to political parties, yeah, as though that's going to be the answer to yeah. all of their needs and desires, and it's not. It's the Lord. We need to be seeking the Lord. And, um, and that's basically what he's been saying throughout his pivot series. And, um, and I think about that as far as the peace component, because in, in this political world we are in right now, both sides promise peace through whatever it is, you know, they stand for. And it's like, that's not where we're going to find it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just not going to find it in a political party or we're not going to find it in each other. We may see it manifested in each other, but we're only going to find it with the Lord. And so, and it's so easy to lose sight of that because people promise you things, right? Um, and so, anyway, that kind of came to mind when you when you had mentioned that, Tyler.
1: Yeah, I, when I think about uh, peace in the context of, um, like the fruit of the Spirit, I often think of, having like an eternal worldview where I'm not just thinking about the present circumstance, Mm -hmm. but I'm thinking about what I know is true for the future. Mm -hmm. I know that, uh, and what's true about the past and what's true now. And so it's kind of having like this big overarching view of the history Mm -hmm. of mankind and what God's interaction with mankind of, I know that God created us because he wants to have a relationship with us. I know that God Um, sent his son to die for us. And I know that I've accepted him as my savior. And I know that he's coming back and he's going to win someday. And so I may have difficult circumstance in my life, but I can have a peace knowing that I know God's in control. I don't have to be in control. Mm -hmm. And it's okay that things are happening that don't seem to be okay to me Mm -hmm. because I'm not God. And I know that God's going to handle it. And, you know, my life may be a difficult life. But I know that in the end, things will be made right and God will God mm-hmm. ha- God sees everything and God handles all, all things. And so that's what I think about when I think about the the fruit of the spirit of peace is that I don't let um, conflicts and struggles of the day to day or even bigger ones just throughout the uh, throughout your life really impacting you and causing you to have that inner ter- turmoil all the time.
2: Right. I think I think the eternal focus is absolutely necessary and while we are in the midst of of trials and struggles in this world, it's easy to get caught up in those emotionally. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Um but we have to that's why it's so important to to be at church, to be in fellowship of other believers because it's so easy to get caught up in the world. And, and everything that's going on, especially now, I would say, during this COVID, because let's say you're home, if you're if you're watching too much news on TV, I don't think that's a good thing. <laughs> um, or maybe you're hooked on Netflix and you're watching some things that maybe you shouldn't necessarily watch. If you're doing that too much and you can't put things into perspective, um, you really need to be around other believers and, and others that... Um, that are going to lift you up and going to kind of set you straight if you kind of fall off course, because that's what we're called to do. Mm -hmm. So I I think that eternal focus is really important. In fact, just to interject, you know, um, since we've moved, we moved to a different location. And so tonight we're actually going to go to our new campus location for the first time physically. And I'm just so excited for that because Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, for the past how long has it even been six months, five months? It's been such a long time. So we had a short period of time while we were still in Moreno Valley that we, three weeks, I think that we got to go in person, Mm -hmm. of course, with the restrictions and everything in place. And, um, but I'm just kind of like happy to move on to this new chapter, new location and kind of like just embrace it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm just looking forward to that.
0: What, uh, Scott, what, what, does peace, uh, like, I guess, you know, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, how we see peace, uh, you know, in terms of conflict and we see peace in terms of having an eternal mindset. Mm-hmm. But is there something more to peace than just the opposite of conflict?
1: Um, I mean, hmm. do you have something in mind yourself?
0: No, I'm, I'm just asking. Okay. I wasn't
1: sure if it was pointed or not. I mean, I, I think another aspect of this, but it is still involving conflict um, is I think part of the, f- the fruit of the spirit of peace is being able to bring um, peace to conflicting situations as well. Mm-hmm. And so not o- only are you not in turmoil inside, but you can help bring some of that inner peace to the outside. Mm. And so I, I think it's twofold. It's, the Holy Spirit giving you the mindset of everything's going to be okay. You can stay calm through this. I'm in control. Even if things don't seem that way. And then being able to then take that from the inside and being able to bring that to people on the outside. And once again, these fruits of the spirit as with all, all, all gifts from the father help us point other people back to him and so uh, I, I think we use this piece to be able to come into a, a hard situation or a conflicting situation or a situation where someone is really dealing and struggling with something and being able to bring this this piece to them, which I think a lot has to do with the like we talked about ha- having that uh that worldview and so bringing just the gospel to people um, it's uh and that's why when we talk about like the armor of God, it's the shoes that are peace. It's because it's the shoes that we bring the gospel to people. It's, it's through movement that we're able to go and bring the gospel to people.
2: Well, I would just say also, uh, you know, the enemy works hard, uh, at not enabling that to happen. I mean, he wants to have all of the chaos in this world and he wants to throw people off. He doesn't want you to have peace. You know, so you have to fight for that every day. That's why, again, it's really important to be in a um, in regular relationship, of course, with the Lord and with, with other believers to kind of help you along. I mean, we, we need each other. And, um, you know, I'm not sure how we do it without each other. We, we really just have to lift each other up on an ongoing basis in order to get through this world. You know, we got to have that eternal focus. Um, but it just helps us to have that... Um, that piece.
1: Well, it's important because as Christians, we need to be reminded of things more often than we need to be taught things Mm because you only really learn something once. It's just, then you need to be reminded of those things. And so I think about, um, it's very quick to be drawn out of a mindset when something hard happens. So for example, if I'm trying to, this is a very ridiculous example. Say I'm trying to do like math homework, And I accidentally rest my hand on a hot stove. I'm immediately out of the math homework. And my whole body is telling me react to this because you're hurting yourself. And so I start doing this. I'm not dealing with my burn. I've totally stepped away from the math homework. And I think we do that with life situations. Like it's easy for us as Christians to be in our heads around this. Jesus is king. He's, he's in control. Everything's fine. And we're in our quote unquote math homework. And then all of a sudden the stove of life hits us and we're, we're burned by something and we're totally pulled out of that mindset that mm-hmm. we were in. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to be surrounded by other believers that can help bring us back, can help tend to some of those wounds from those things can help bring some of their peace into those situations. And so, yeah, it's, it's important. Community is super important. Christianity was never intended to be a solo sport. Mm-hmm. It, it was built as, um, uh, a community of re- people in relationship with each other.
2: And, and I think about so many people that, um, not so many, but a number of people that have said to me in the past was, well, I don't need to belong to a church. I, you know, I just need to believe. And, and I do agree that, yeah, your, your most important thing is your relationship with the Lord. But when when you're trying to do it alone, it's going to be really, really hard. So I'm not saying it can't be done, but I certainly think that's not what the Lord intended.
0: Scott, how often are you uh doing math homework that you've done? So. <laughs> no, not as often as I it's used to. a good to. example though. I mean, it was we, a good example. We, we yeah. can
2: I, it was a good visual too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, not
1: as often as I used to. <laughs> <laughs> but I have done my fair share.
0: Uh what uh I mean, obviously, Scott, you know, this has been true all the way through, through all of our our uh fruits of the spirit, but but just as by way of reminder, you don't have to spend a lot of time, but how do we find more peace in our lives?
1: Yeah. It's uh, like you said, the same as all of our other fruits of the spirit. It's once again, you can pray specifically for these things, but a better prayer because these are fruits of relationship with the spirit. And maybe that's a better like label for people to understand, um, is dive into relationship with the Holy spirit. Um, go into this relationship with the Holy spirit, not holding yourself back and asking him like, Lord, I want deep relationship with you. I want to see these things in my life. Show me how to have better relationship with you. Um, Teach me who you are. Teach me your ways. Teach me your, your, your word. And let me get to know you. Let me get to know your personality because we don't think of God as having a personality. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we think of God as just this big dude up in the sky that has a bunch of rules about himself. And it's like, no, like God, everything good in our lives, all, all things, um, God is the originator of all good things. Mm -hmm. All good things come from above. And so when I think of like humor, for example, I love funny people. I Mm -hmm. love humor. Yeah. God's the funniest God created humor. And so like God is the most funny person out there. And so it's like, get to know who the God it is that you serve, you know, God is love, God is patience. He's just, he's all these things, but he's a lot of things even outside of the, just those lists in the Bible, like all the good qualities that we have, all the good qualities you see in other people. These are qualities that God also has, and he's the originator of, and he is the best at anything that you're good at. God is better at. Mm.
2: And I find that so reassuring just to hear that. And I, I guess I never really heard it put that way about You know, God having the best humor because he created it. And, you know, I I was thinking maybe we should do some fun episodes in the future. So, you know, maybe we can come up with some ideas on how to do that. We'll see. Okay. All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, uh, as we wind down, do you guys have any sort of final thoughts about peace or patience as we've sort of worked our way through this?
2: Well, I just think that... um, it's kind of, when I was little, I mean, one of the things that I heard all the time was you reap what you sow, mm. right? And of course, that is biblical. But when I think about that, um, when I think about people that I would want to spend time with, they were people that were more peaceful. Like, they were people that were not volatile or, you like, you never knew
1: what they, they were going to do
2: yeah what they were going to do or who they were going to be that day they were very solid and i think that about dad like dad's pretty much the same mm-hmm. person every day he's a constant and i appreciate that um you know he's well, yeah a little, the
1: nine nines on the enneagram are super super good at peace
2: yeah, yeah yeah and and so i appreciate that because i'm definitely not that way i can be up and down and all around and and so i appreciate that um peaceful nature um that your dad has so Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dave.
1: Yeah, I I think peace and patience are very connected because um, they do both deal with control and who's in control. Uh, the patience is being okay with not being in control, and peace is knowing who is in control. And so it's it's that combination that brings both peace and patience in our lives.
0: So if you want to be a uh, a Zen master. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> continue to to lean into relationship with the holy spirit. Yep. And uh and you will not uh have to have this be something that you necessarily work on, but you will just see this fruit, s- supernatural mm-hmm. spiritual result mm-hmm. of being in relationship with with the holy spirit. Yep. Well, uh Make sure uh, to tune in next episode. I think we're actually going to wrap up the Fruits of the Spirit next in the episode. next episode mm-hmm. uh, yep. with, with uh, love and joy. Yeah. Uh, so make sure to... It's to- just
1: going to be my brother on the podcast. Right. Love and joy
2: oh uh, my, uh, my, my brother's wife's name is
0: that Jay, was for, for that that, that, know. that took me a second yeah. I was, well at first i thought you meant brian and i was oh, like what is yeah. love love and joy i don't understand no. and then yeah. i was like oh got it <laughs> Jay. I can't believe I actually Enjoy. picked up on it immediately. Like, Congrats. wow! It's because you, you saw I'm not her usually yesterday. that bright. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. all right. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, you can uh, drop us a line on Instagram, Twitter. Find us on find us on Instagram. Give us a follow, uh, and uh, we'd we'd love to uh, to hear if you have any thoughts about uh, peace and patience, or if you have any stories about how you've recently had to. Uh, experience those things being tried in your life yeah we'd love to hear from you Yep. all right well as always scott and bobby thank you so much for for talking through these things with me and uh thank you love you guys love Love you too (laughs)